Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator for the University of Illinois Extension Service. And this week I wanted to talk about the word pesticides uh, and what are they really. We often would use a pesticide whether we know it or not uh, almost every day. We're just uh, not aware of their properties and that they may actually be managing or killing something. Um, and so a pesticide is really any chemical, whether it's a synthetic product or an organic one, that is really used to maybe repel an insect or, or a disease to, we might control the pest population, not so much in trying to eliminate it totally, but just ma managing the numbers at an economic threshold level, level where they really don't do uh, any economic damage or visual uh, damage, or, or we may have to go farther than that in, in our treatments. But we're talking about uh, pathogens or pests in the garden, and that might be, or the landscape, that might be as simple as weeds. It might be those pathogens that cause uh, uh, plant diseases. It might be insects uh, and, their, and their damage from their feeding. It could also be, at times, rodents, for example, or if you've had a problem with hostas and slugs and snails, then that product happens to be called a molluscicide because its focus target is that of the mollusk or the uh, snail or slug. As I said, we really use them every day routinely without giving them really much thought. Um, you know, when you sanitize your countertops before or after preparing a meal, you are using, if you, you want to think of that term very big and loosely, a pesticide because you are killing maybe a foodborne pathogen on the countertop that would otherwise be making us sick. Uh, you know, if you and I get a bacterial infection, you go to the doctor and get a shot. Um, there are diseases uh, in nature, bacterial wilt on cucumbers and fire blight on pears and apples. It's a bacterial based. There are treatments for our plants with a bacterial problem also. So you have a lot of things going on here. Um, we may have uh, this time of year as, as ant colonies are beginning to come alive and yet it's too cold for them outside. We may find them in, inside in the home coming up near, the, say, the furnace or out of a vent, we may see them, uh, that they have found, you find the trail that led, leads from the pet dish back back to that heat vent or underneath the uh, uh, floor edging. So these uh, control our, our, our ants by either controlling them at the point that they consume the product or more likely these days, they carry the product back to the colony and the colony is managed uh, really um, in, in that way. So we use these kinds of products to control things just about every day in our life. We really focus during the summer, though, on those things that we perceive as strong insect damage or weed damage or, or a disease out in the vegetable garden or in our perennial or uh, ornamental beds. But indeed, we are using some sort, of a, some sort of a pesticide. Oftentimes, when we think about crabgrass control and putting down what we all know is a pre-emergent, that's a control product that limits or kills the grass, uh, the crabgrass seed before it even sprouts. Uh, corn gluten as an organic material has similar properties and, and can control both uh, annual as well as uh, 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 perennial weeds. 
Um, so the thing to remember is that when I, when I talk about the word pesticide, it's this very large umbrella word to describe all the kinds of products that fall underneath it that are going to control something. The word itself, pesticide, says the C-I-D-E-S part, the side part of that word, is to kill. So a pest, you're killing a pest. So we use that, as I mentioned, for insects, weeds, disease organisms. Um, and it, they work because whether they ingest it, that pesticide itself, or whether they just come across it, walking across uh, the leaf surface or a barrier spray that you've put around the sliding glass door to keep the critters out in the fall. In one way or the other, they are definitely coming in contact with it. Um, herbicides, as I mentioned, like the ones that work uh, preventatively on crabgrass, uh, that's one style. There's others that work uh, on other weeds that are already up and growing when, when treated directly. Um, and if we're talking about a fungicide that controls fungal diseases, uh, those are always going to be preventive in nature. You have to have them on there before the disease shows up. But those fungicides are going after the fungal organism, the fungal spores that, are, that have been floating in the air or have splashed up onto the leaves from the soil uh, each year. So uh, the secret with fungicides is they have to be present and covering the plant before the disease typically shows up. So fungicides really here, uh, timing is everything. You know, gardeners and homeowners should really take a great deal of care when we're using a pesticide uh, or a cleaning or sanitizing products in the house. It just makes sense. There are plenty of precautionary and warning statements on these kinds of products that really need to be read before you use them. We talk very frequently about reading the label before you buy it so that you know it's going to work. We talk about reading it again so that you know you're mixing it properly. You want to know how you're going to apply it to the plant properly. And then if there is any product left over, how it's to be stored, um, how it can be overwintered if that occurs to that point. Um, so you really need to keep in mind these labels are very important. Um, and I'd also say as well, uh, many cleaning products, uh, why we just take them from for granted many of them will say do not spray or use in a confined area make sure you've got plenty of fresh air that's because those fumes you're inhaling uh, could make us could make us sick send us to the doctor or worse uh, to the hospital the other thing that pesticide label is going to let you know is uh, what you sh what you should be wearing while you're mixing and spraying when you're first mixing the product up, that's the time when th these products are the most, um, you, we're at the highest risk because at that point they're the most uh, concentrated part. Once they're in water, that spray is diluted and, and while we still need to use a great deal of caution, uh, it's not nearly as uh, bad perhaps if you want to use the, those phrases um, than when it's concentrated. There are other, uh, other things on our pesticide labels that can tell us. There are signal words um, that would tell us um, the worst, worst words in, that you want to see are danger, poison. The next one down in the list is just danger. Uh, and after that, we have warning, caution, and low. And the uh, 
in the low category really says you don't have to worry too much about how you're dressed or how you handle that product but it but when you get up into that the danger and that danger poison level uh, that's some very serious product fortunately for most of us we only can purchase general use products which are reasonably safe although there's calls to this office and visits to the doctors and hospitals every summer uh, because uh, folks have not really read the label and and misapplied it or miss uh, didn't mix it properly so you really want to be very careful with that kind of thing so pesticides have a place in our world but you want to handle them um, like fresh eggs with care and make sure you read the labels well this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Greenside Up it's always a pleasure I'll be back again next week